doing? Hello. Hello. Welcome to the first ever show of Talking Upstream with some nobodies. I'm Zach. And I'm Dylan. And we are some nobodies. Um, if you guys don't know, this is obviously our very first show, like I just said. Uh, but what we do at Some Nobodies is we create a lot of content. We create uh, shows, we create podcasts, we create comic books and board games. Um, and through talking with uh, the great people at IBM TV, and quick shout out to them for having us on, uh, they thought it'd be a good idea that we kind of come on and show our our method, our process yeah. on how we get from uh, a nothing concept all the way down to a completed thing where we can make a podcast or something out of it. So. If it's okay with you guys, we would like to uh, kind of share our process. Yeah. How are you doing today, Zach? I'm doing, I'm nervous. Yeah. But I'm good. Yeah. 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 It, it's hard to like know to try to make up something. It is. But uh, I feel pretty good. I feel yeah. pretty confident about it. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm irritated. Okay. Because Netflix hasn't bought anything from us yet. True. Yeah. So that's what we're here to fix. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that is the upstream part of our show, talking yes. upstream. Uh, what we're trying to do here is talk our way to a streaming service. Whether it's uh, Disney Plus, preferably not, uh, or Hulu or Netflix or uh, Quibi or anything, um, we're just trying to get our stories out there. So, um, I guess the first show what we're going to do is try to go through uh, how the process is going to go moving forward. Uh, this is going to be a different show than everyone moving forward, and you'll see why uh, soon. But um, basically, what Dylan and I do is uh, when we're making up one of our ideas. Um, we get together and we sit down and we have a quick think tank where we come together and I bring him an idea that I think is very cool and he does the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is bouncing back and forth. A lot of this is discussion. And what we're hoping to do here is have a discussion between us wherein not only do we talk about ideas we're having, but the craft of turning that idea from an idea into something that you could potentially present to people or if you are like us at this point, produce independently. Uh, we have, what is it? How many podcasts do we have now? 11. It keeps up and every time we say it. <laughs> uh, so we have roughly 11 <clears throat> podcasts. Um, and all of them so far are produced independently between us and our stable of folks who are willing to help us out. Voices, music, uh, facility, equipment, whatever you can find. Our goal with this show is to continue presenting ideas that can be turned into something concrete with the resources we have at hand which right now is a shoestring budget. And sure. unfortunately, all of our shoes are Velcro. So <laughs> It's easier that way. Yes. Um, <clears throat> why we decided to do this show was uh, we will go up to our friends randomly and say, hey, have you heard our show Silicon Angels? Or have you heard our show The Podcast, The Podcast? And they would keep asking us, how do you guys do this? Like, we have ideas too. How do you guys actually make it? Because um, anyone can have an idea. And almost everyone has amazing ideas. Uh, we talk to so many people and they go, well, have you thought about this? And like, no, that's a very, mm -hmm. very cool idea. Um, so we just wanted to maybe help people along the lines of here's how to get to something where you can show it to somebody else or produce it yourself, like Dylan says. Yep, to show people what it takes to at least take an idea and turn it into something that you can put onto paper. Yep, absolutely. Moving forward, ideally what we're going to do at this part of the show, we're going to have a skit which we can present based on the discussion we had in the previous episode. Yeah. But we uh, don't have that right now. Correct, because we haven't had a show last time yes. to work on a skit for this time. Uh, also, moving forward, we're going to have guests, too. Um, and the guests are going to kind of help us decide which of the two stories 
uh, we should, you know, uh, proceed down and, mm -hmm. uh, and really work on. You're probably going to see some also faces or hear some voices that premiere in other some nobody stuff um, because we have friends who are willing to help us out and we're very fortunate for that. Yeah, if you listen to anything some nobody do, uh, we, we, we do produce. Um, we have about 15 actors uh, that are in our roster, and if you go to some nobodies, you can actually see them all uh, or <clears throat> the picture they actually asked me to put up there for them. Um, but either way, let's get on with this. Yes. Um, so. Uh, Obviously, all that I charged Dylan with was coming to this with uh, an, an idea. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> he said, hey, we're going to be on the internet TV this week. He didn't tell me anything about what was happening. No. He didn't even tell me we were doing this until yesterday. No, he actually didn't even um, believe me. <laughs> yes. So I came with an idea, um, vague, something that can be spun out into something that could be potentially produced. Um, so, ideas. Ideas. Cool. Uh, so the first one I came with, um, recently... Our work, we started carrying impossible meat, and I mean meat. Um, and I was thinking, like, we've sold. I mean, I had to repot my plants the other day because some of them are dying because my thumbs are decrepit and well, they're decaying. not green. They're not green. Um, so I was thinking, like, you know how I don't have a hypothetical. What if plants grew meat? What if plants grew meat? So what if, like, you bought a plant and it grew something that was equivalent to like hamburger? But why? Why would it? I don't know. We'll do it. Sci-fi. Okay. So just you have a house plant that grows meat, like sure, a, like a or an, or an equivalent. What if what if you could genetically create a plant to grow impossible? Oh, meat? cool. That's Something pretty interesting. Like, that. like yeah. would it be uh, like is that vegan? If a plant makes it, I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, probably. Um, not because, I mean, well, no problem. <laughs> I mean, it's a plant plant based. But I guess it would depend on how the plant it got depends to, on how the plant Yeah, yeah cool. Right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. Um, the one that I've been kind of working on um, and, and thinking about is there's obviously a lot of superheroes in, in the media right now. Uh, Avengers are doing a thing. Obviously, DC Universe is doing a better thing. Um, <laughs> uh, so what I was thinking about was it seems odd to me that all superheroes that are in media have very good powers. Uh, it, it comes to me that some people would have powers that aren't good. Or bad, they're just superhuman. Like, sure. say you have the ability of turning an apple into an orange. It is a cool ability, but you can't be a hero or a villain with that. I so guess. I was thinking that there okay. could be a support group for people that have powers that heroes, no villains want them. They actually get picked on by humans for having stupid <laughs> powers. Uh, villains for having bad powers and heroes for having not not so superpowers. Yeah, exactly. Power, just powers. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> and then there would be like a superhero, like a support group for them, right. where they would feel cool to themselves. Maybe. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's my ideas. All right. So your yeah. idea. Um, we have uh, a plant makes food or makes meat. I mean, yeah. Depending on who you ask, plants do make food. This is why the show is probably not going to work. <laughs> uh, and then my idea is, um, I guess, uh, super powered. Not so super not powered. Not hero. Not so super powered yeah. support, support group. group. Yeah. You want to you wanna abbreviate that? Not that so one. super uh, support. Cool. Cool. Um, All right. So moving forward in the show, uh, we're going to start having guests on from other podcasts, and we're going to actually have them select which one of these uh, two ideas we bring to the table to kind of help us out. Uh, it just seems easier that way because... Excuse me. Is that a Diet Coke? They're not paying us. Don't Weird. say it. 
It doesn't even taste good. Only caffeine. Anyway, even now, Gene. Okay. So, <laughs> um, a lot of the times, uh, Dylan and I get together and we have the ideas, and then he thinks his idea is obviously very, very good, uh, which actually this one it, it is. Uh, and I always think that my idea is great. Um, so, we usually let one of our crew decide which one we should go down. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that this one, I. Um, I don't know which one do you do. You, do, you, do you like one or the other I, more? So it depends on what we're going. I think with these two, it depends on what we're going to produce them as. Okay. Because you have to think about that when you have something that you're going to turn into something you're presenting. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, because so, obviously, like a, a plant making meat, that's not going to be a good podcast or audio media. No, audio wise. So that would be a a good comic book or a, a uh, comic book. Well, oh, so okay, so you were thinking it's a support group for superheroes. Mine, yeah. Does See, it does it exclusively take place at the support group, or does it follow them as they go about their like daily lives, showing their powers? We can talk about that. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I think I think it's setting it in the support group itself is funny. Not 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 that support's funny itself, but keeping an insular story of a bunch of people that yeah. you know are are troubled. I right. Think that's an interesting story. That's a good one. Yeah. And. There's enough spectacle in superhero stuff that stuff like Unbreakable, which is it's it's fine. Um, but Unbreakable is great. Un it's fine. It's great. Okay. Um, it's his number this one. This is movie. not a film discussion show. Not yet. Yet. Um, no. <laughs> Let us know if you want to do a film discussion show. <laughs> there's um there's a lot on the table to be said for non-spectacle superhero stuff. Yeah. Where it's a more in-depth discussion of the like being a powered individual. Um, I know we both watched, what was that one on Netflix, Code 8? Yeah. That was fun. Was and cool. it had a lot of, like, like kind of nose-in-the-dirt superhero stuff, which is way more fun, in my opinion, than, like, something's taking a building down. I agree. It costs $10 million for the shot. Yeah. Here um, comes a laser beam from space. <laughs> sure. Blue light yeah. into the sky. It's a classic. The thing is, it works every time. We don't have that kind of money to make that. No. Um, the only thing... So, like, Plant makes me... Mark is asking... In the chat, can the houseplant grow a full dinner? To be determined. That's what we're here to figure out. We're about to figure <laughs> about to figure that out. Um, Maybe. I would see that. It could work as a podcast potentially, but it would be. I think that's more of a visual medium, unfortunately. You could get some really fun stuff with like a dude, like you have a plant, and we're immediately talking props, which is budget. Yeah. You have a plant. That plant starts growing very strange buds or fruit. You cut into it, and you've got this weird marble. Yeah, just blood. <laughs> Or just blood, if you want to go. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Like if it's like a, oh, yeah. like if it's like a Venus flytrap, and it eats, say it eats like an insect, and yeah. that insect technically is meat. Yeah, it would produce sure a meat, okay. a protein. We're talking about props right there, which automatically puts it a little bit more than just above an audio one. It could be a puppet. It could be a puppet. You remember how our experience making puppets went? But we now know a puppet person. We do. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the network. Oh yeah. yeah. That's true. Maybe we talk uh, to friends. Friends. It, uh, the real props you had are the friends you made along the way. That's what we're here. That's what we learned. Yeah. All right. Um, honestly, if we're doing, considering we have the most experience in audio. That's true. With our 15 podcasts. If we want to turn, yes. If we want to turn <laughs> not so super support into something that we could put in audio. Oh, yeah. We could, we're wrapping up our other show right now. Yeah. The cool thing about audio f that we found is that you can use, obviously, sound effects, which... Uh, mimic uh, special effects when you're not when you have zero budget. Uh, but I agree. I think this would actually make a very cool 
um, audio media. Yeah. I, think, I think it'd make a cool uh, podcast. <laughs> cool. All right, so I'm going to go with this one. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we'll work on Plant Makes Meat some other time. No, we'll file it away. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. I like that. So, Superpower Support Group. Who runs it? Who's there? Hmm. And okay. what is the question of the whole... What's the question we're asking? Who's the question about? Mm -hmm. And then who is around that person or persons? Okay. Question <laughs> we're asking is what happens if you don't have a superpower that is deemed good? Sure. That's okay. the question. I'm going to keep calling. Go? I'm going to keep calling this not so superpowers. I'm okay with that. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll, we, we'll workshop names later. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to names. I'll write that down. Names. Okay, um, so obviously the people that are in the support group are going to be the people that have not so stellar abilities, right? Which means the person running the support group, it would be uh, probably the most interesting if they were uh, either a, like a, I guess a super, like a superhero, because they would be doing the best. Um, it, it's probably good if they actually have powers and run support group, yeah. so they come from a position of like, what are your qualifications? Well, my my qualifications are that I. Yeah, but the downside is that could seem a bit like mockery and a bit annoying that if you're going to a, a, a group uh, for not having something great, sure. and then somebody great is doing So it might be cool if there was wow. a villain who's under underplaying his abilities. It's run... Wait. It's ran by villain. It's run by the villain? Yeah. Maybe it's okay. like a reformed villain. Okay, sure. I think that villainous powers, uh, especially in, in modern media, are easier to hide um, and might even be better for what we're looking for because okay. okay so obviously like if 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 it is a villain then their power um would be something that would relate to the the, the, the meeting do are they open about the fact that they're a a villain okay. mm. setting okay so spinning out so what we're starting to do right now is develop context for these characters we haven't had any characters yet yeah but the world in which they inhabit has started to require some rules how how tongue-in-cheek is this do they refer to themselves as heroes and villains? Is this like, is this like, you know, there, there are superheroes, common, very openly commentary, or is this very much like in the universe? This is a unique. No, happening. I think there are a lot of superheroes, okay. and I think there are a lot of supervillains, um, because I think that you would need a lot mm -hmm. of those to have a bigger group of people that need support. Okay, so powers are relatively wi widespread. Yeah, I think, and so. they take it. How how seriously does this world take itself? It, out of uh, out of five, five being very five being Watchmen, one being uh, next wave. Now I like the idea of um, not serious characters taking their problems seriously. Okay. Okay. So I will say they take everything seriously. I think to make an an easier joke, <laughs> um, but also a more compelling storyline. If they take it seriously, then I think we can give it heart and depth. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think that's I think that's a good idea. I think do, how rote do we want superheroism to be? Do we want to be established teams? Do we want it to be deputized like government people? Well, do we I want it to be wild west? Because at a certain level, yeah, the high powered people disrupt like socioeconomics. I would assume, um, based on current states, that if that if it is uh, privatized or okay, governmentized, sure. Um, uh, are we talking like Marvel style? The easy one, Marvel style, where they have their private groups, or DC style, where we have the government having like the Thunderbolts. I'm gonna say DC style. Okay, I that like there being I like there being government influence, which I think would push more hatred 
of sure. some four people. It at least introduces the idea that you could kind of like balance that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> All so right, we're cool let's... being serious. Yeah. But with Yeah, it takes itself seriously. We are not this is not explicitly a comedy genre project. Right. Okay. It has jokes and comedic stuff but, in it. But I do think that we're not writing we're not writing a comedy. Right. Okay. I do think that there is a very uh, so say it is a podcast, right? Sure. There's yeah. forms of podcast, obviously, yeah. and we've learned that. Um, there are like found footage style. There are documentary style. Okay. There are just straight up like this is just a show style. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think to make this the most compelling story, if we keep it set inside of the just the sure. therapy sessions. So, yeah, one thing, well, and one thing that I like that I think. And podcasts in general kind of lend themselves to not bottle episodes, but very constrained. What we've seen works, at least for us. So our other show is Silicon Angels. It is a semi-improv comedy, which is presented as a series of technical support calls for a robotics company, which works very well in an audio medium because it is exclusively people talking to each other on the phone, and you don't have to input any sort of like, we never have the issue of someone trying to like push another person back and then we have to put in the sound effect of a rattling shelf and we never have people just grunting at each other in a fight. Mm. So I think presenting it in a therapy as a, as a round table therapy with people probably is the best way to go forward. Yeah. Plus also that saves us on sound effects for superpower effects. We never have to worry about what an eye laser sounds like. We never have to worry about someone teleporting. We never have to worry about someone, which obviously is a bam. Snicking their clothes. Yeah. Well, yes, we True. both know comic book sound effects of that. That's fine. Is that copyright? No. Okay, that's cool. No. no, not yet. All right. So, so we're doing a podcast about a superhero support group. In a, in a group. In a group setting. Group setting. Okay, cool. All right. Now, I guess we have to work on what this story is going to be. So now we have a setting. Yeah. Uh, and we know that this is a, a somewhat in- interesting <laughs> setting. Uh, we have our medium. Um, and yes. now we kind of work out like a, a rough timeline. What, what yeah. is the story that we're so going to tell? We should have. So this is not lending itself to a save the city, save the world style story. I don't think the, the, no. the, these people, how we're kind of pitching these characters, they're not the people who are going to go out and save things. If they are a support group for people with with like less than stellar powers, it's probably best for them to have a personal catharsis arc where they come in unsure if their powers are worthwhile and then in some way use their powers to show that they are useful to help people. If we want to go the actual superhero route, they can actively use their powers to help people. Well, I also think that it might be interesting if some of the people that are in the support group maybe want to be villains. They just can't. Okay. So then there's no need to be a superhero at the end. So is is the person who runs this, are they open about their former villainry? Villainry? V- well, okay. Villainitude. V- Villainosity? Villainosity. We'll work on that. Mm. Evilness. Evilness. Uh, I would assume that if it is a government-based uh, structure... Okay. That it's not this dude's private practice? The the therapy session? Yeah. Um, no. Okay. No, I think it might be ran by somebody. Okay. Um, and then he would have maybe his past is in the records. The records, yeah, like, like if you were to like look, register, like, super, like if you were to look him up, he's like, oh, oh, oh I the, see, okay, oh, he was the caped 
is this is this sure. then his like community service then that he has to help other people kind of reform even if they're not villainous? So okay, so let's just say that we think about movies like Joker, uh, where you are looking at the villain as yep. the hero, or okay. like say Endgame or whatever, okay. um, and you see the you see the bad guy, but they're the hero of the story. Okay, so let's just say that this, the guy who's running, the person who's running the class, they are a villain, but they think they're a hero. Okay, so maybe they're doing things. Okay. So the term for that could be anti-villain, which you see applied sometimes to Venom. Uh, Venom is the most popular. Non-hero. Non-hero. Is he the protagonist? Because the protagonist is who the story goes, the story falls on, and they're the one who the story focuses on, not necessarily the hero. Um, so I would say that if he is the villain of the whole show, or at least a villain, mm -hmm. it would be cool to make him the villain of the show. Okay. If, if we're okay. going to make it superheroes then, or superpowered, then let's just say that he is the big bad somehow. Yeah, okay, cool. So it becomes kind of like, is it his story of attempting redemption and then falling from it? Yes, but then I guess to make that story good, we would need uh, the opposite to happen. We would cool. need, we would need a, a, a somebody okay. going from neutral to good. So we have the people in the therapy session fight their therapist? Not ther it's not therapy. No, not therapy. It's not therapy. But fight their group counseling leader? Like we're forming a audible Justice League? Uh, not the same power level as Justice League. Okay, fair. So like a weird dooms like a weird doom patrol. Sure. Um yeah, let, let's say maybe let's we it. have them throughout the arc of uh, of whatever this is, they cool. get together and join a, a, a team. Um let's start a character tab. Yeah, if we want to change names to characters or something or slash characters. Uh, so we need the counselor. All right, counselor. All right, uh, E L O R. That's fine. Should that's I? Correct, what I wrote. Am I correcting you on? No, that's what I wrote. Okay. Obviously. Oh, of course. That, yeah. I misread that. Uh, and he's, um, and he's the best. So we have the counselor. He's the villain, or at least the negative force that impacts the people the story is about. So he's a non-hero. Non-hero. <laughs> um, how many? So let's see. Let me. Well, you would need okay. So if, if if it's a good team, you would need probably between four and six. Yeah. Uh, that way, we're uh, introducing some origin people. Let's um, say let's say five because with the counselor, it's six. Oh, good. That's six core voices, and then we can have satellite characters come in and out if we need them, if we have them. The benefits of having a large stable of talent to work with, like we do, is that you have four to six people who show up regularly at every session. And you have a whole bunch of people who show up when they can. And the good thing is... Gil. Don't call him out by name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he's saying an unusual feature that that person has. They he's a fish us. man. He's um, one of our crew. Do we want a fish person as one of the heroes? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a little close Maybe. to Abe Sapien. Yeah. All right. Um, but then that way you can give the people who show up, generally they're the ones who like put the most effort in, give them the core people. And then you have the rest of the show revolve around whoever shows up. Yeah. And right. the good thing about tech support and the good thing about counseling <coughs> is that sometimes your core people can't show up, which means you have the B characters step up and you give them a spotlight episode, which we've done. Yeah, absolutely. And in Silicon Angels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It works. Um, um, so then I, I guess... Um, so, okay, there, there is the thing in every story that you have to get people into the story, yep. right? Which is called the window. 
Yeah. Uh, we would need a way to get into this since this isn't, you can't walk outside and go into this world. We would need a, a way in here. So I suggest um, that one of our heroes, uh, we start with their first time into, sure. into, yeah. into, in the group, right? Yeah. So uh, one of our heroes goes into group. C1 for character one. Yep. Or H. I don't know. C1 goes to group. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I guess to work out a full timeline, which just makes the so most the sense. So the end is them, do they beat him or is the end the moment of them coming together to start fighting him? <laughs> hmm. Because one presents us the unique challenge of presenting a superhero fight scene with no visuals. A lot of sounds. Which A lot of sounds. It's which true. Zach does all of the editing for our podcast so it's up on you if you're interested uh i think sounds cool i think um i think maybe so every almost every superhero story that goes from uh group setting to this is a very linear story from them forming a group beating a bad guy yep so i say that we kind of stay away from that okay let's just be a little different okay so then i guess it's either do you want uh, to be a little more personal than that where they don't fight him at all or i do like them Fighting at the end, I think there's something cool about people that uh, maybe don't feel so good about themselves yeah. and then find uh, their family and then go up against something. Sure. Uh, okay. My problem is that their powers aren't good, uh, so I think they would lose. Wait. <laughs> okay. It, how many? How, okay, so we're planning out. I think it's important for us to set a, set like a limit right now. We are planning out one season right now. Yeah, let's say season one. With an open-ended ending that if we want to come back to this, we can. But we should give it a concrete at least moment where we feel like we have reached closure. And I'm only saying season <laughs> instead of a singular thing because I think that if we're going to introduce six people, mm -hmm. I don't think that a two to three hour thing is uh, sure. sufficient. So I would say now, something along the lines yeah. of like almost ten, sure. ten episodes. Ten episodes. I, I like ten. Yeah, ten solid. There you go. Easy. If you don't have all your, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make that joke. That's no, no, that's rude. Uh, but either way, ten, ten is ten's nice. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense. We have five heroes. We okay. have we have ten episodes. Cool. Do we want to have the standard like? So, are you familiar with TV tropes? The website. Yeah. They classify teams like the Power Rangers. You have the Lancer, the Hothead, the Wild Card, the Sixth Ranger, etc. Do we want to kind of assign archetypes and then fill those in? Do we want to come up with weird powers and see if we can fit them in somehow else? I think, I mean, uh, they, they both work and we have to have them. Um, you're going to need the, the, the basic archetypes to have the yeah. story push forward. So I guess we can start. Who's this guy? C1. Uh, so C1 is the person that has to go to group. Because um, I would assume the group here is either voluntary or court ordered, right? Uh, I think that's funny. Like a defensive driving Combin class. Combination of the two. Yeah, I don't sure. see why they can't be both. So let's just say that um, that, that it is court-ordered and that this uh, C1, their power is something that m maybe would get them in more trouble just for having the power. Okay. I don't know. Cool. Um, what about C2? How long have they been in the group? C2, I think that it's pretty important to have some... Well, you always need somebody in the story that can clue in the window character. Okay. So you have to have somebody that's been there for a while that knows the rules of the world, that understands the dynamic, and they can give you exposition uh, in the top of a hat. So they would need to be here for a while. <laughs> they are the they're the character who introduces them to the strangeness. Yes. Okay. They're the quick buddy. Okay. Who is C three? 
Um, C3, I think that... Do we want this to be like a triangle primary like character relationship in the same way that Harry Potter kind of does, where Harry is the heart, Ron is the... Well, I guess Ron would be the heart. Harry is the... Harry's the main character. He's the guts. Bad example because Harry's kind of bland. Okay. Hermione's the brains, Ron's the heart, Harry's the narrator. Braun? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it would fits. have to be. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So we've got it seems like C1 is heart. Sure. C2 would be brains. Brains. Yeah. So who's the who's the who's the brawn? Who's the one that shows well, because A, if we're finishing this up with someone with the group coming together to fight, yeah. they need to at least have a reasonable expectation that it could work out for them, even if they lose. Yeah. They need to believe that they can take this guy on. Whatever his powers are. We don't, yeah. We'll go to that later. Very true, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so C3 could be utility. Okay. Right? You know, That's if, not bad. Well, you, you always do need that character, too, that, like, Lays low in the beginning and then comes at the end and like is a big deal. Okay. Um. So it's what is that the the, the boring person? Uh, are we talking uh, like Black Bolt style where their powers just that disruptive, or are we talking more like um? Are we long bottoming? Are we having long bottoming? It would be <laughs> I, Neville. Yeah. So sure. it's something that uh, he's underestimated in the okay. whole show, and then turns out to be maybe the prophecy crux. Underdog. So, the underdog. Okay. Yeah, I like they, that. They, they're also heart. I don't know that I don't know that the brain brain brawn heart thing is going to work in this one, but I no no they all seem to have heart. If they're if the entire idea is them coming as a fractured group into a cohesive yeah elite not crime fighting but villain fighting group, then I guess they're all heart. Yeah, true. Um, so then maybe we work on like the five main character types. Sure. Uh, or we just start working on some stupid. Uh, Superpowers. He can smell the future. Smell the future? He can smell the future. And it smells great. And it smells like crime. It smells like crime. Oh. Or crime. it smells great. No, I like the crime one better. What? Are we, we're not setting this in New York. I'm making that decision right now. No. Okay, cool. I'm glad you're... Okay, we're on, we're on board. Now, it's going middle America. Middle America? Yeah. What, like Wichita? Like maybe Des Moines. <laughs> we're always going back to Des Moines. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Middle America is always funny anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know. He grew up in middle America. So, uh, he Ohio, gets, he gets I wouldn't made, recommend it. He gets made fun of a lot. Um, so I will say that, well, maybe we should work on the villain. Yeah. Let's work on maybe what the villain's powers are. Um, what, what would be a, a power that a bad person would have that might help out in a therapy or in a group situation? So the problem that he that they're going to come across <laughs> is that they're in charge of people with some powers. Yeah. And that's probably distracting. Okay. So what if it's either set it takes place in a place that powers don't exist? A place that does that? Like what if it's like uh he, he Let's like, just make him do it. There you go. That's his power? Maybe that uh so imagine like what if Lex Luthor's power was that within like a 30-foot radius, nobody's powers worked? Superman flies in and he suddenly loses the power to like propel himself and he just tumbles to the ground. Oh, cool. Uh, I, I mean, obviously you get the people like Batman where they enter that radius and nothing changes. Yeah. Or maybe he just, get, maybe what do just you, forgets stuff. What's like a, what do you call that? Uh, I mean, Warhammer 40K calls it a null. N-U-L-L. -L. Right, null. No. Yeah. All right, so our villain. It'll make it ungoogleable, but... <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> Uh, yeah, all I'm right. getting no results on this. All right. So our villain, so the villain, 
Cool. So he he cancels powers out. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Okay. All right. So he cancels powers out. So this dude who can smell the future no longer smells. That the actually future. really helps out with podcast stuff too, because then we don't need to put sound effects of things. Because when they're around him, then okay. You got to think within your budget. It's important. Use your, use your tools. If you twist your brain enough, you can be creative enough that generally things can work out okay. That's true. Yeah. I do like that. Though. I, think I think it's pretty cool. It works. Uh, let's see. So we've got a villain who's a null. Uh, we have a hero, a buddy, an underdog. So do we want to wait on the other two, or do we want to try and figure out this? Well, maybe let's figure out the hero first okay. so we can get a, a rough timeline down. Um, so let's just say that the person, our C1, uh, is made to go to the group. Okay. Right? Um, I guess it would be cool if when he goes to the group, if this person's powers is attractive. Like, like if they I, have some sort of power that when it's turned off, he immediately notices. Yeah, like... I am projecting he onto the main character. Right. Let's it just is, say... It is amorphous until we decide. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Whatever. Characters uh, are characters. That's what USA says. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so let's just say that, like, um, like of the Fantastic Four, the thing, right? So if he were to walk oh, yeah. in there, uh, he would automatically know, and he would turn back into his you think character. We can get Michael Chiklis for this. What else is he doing? Well, we can get the kid from uh, the, the Trank one. The Josh. Uh, we could. I don't want to be associated with Josh Trank. <laughs> yeah, Chiklis anyway. is doing nothing. Okay, so he's a he's a thing style superhero where his power has made him inhuman in some way. I think it would be very interesting that as soon as he walks into this group, yeah. he is affected immediately. Okay. So sure. that, that gives him an immediate reason to keep coming back. Right. And it gives him some real like pathos to I think I'm using that. I think I'm saying pathos right. Mm. To um, gives him some reasons to come back. It ties him in. It like makes it. it makes the listeners sympathize. True. Because who doesn't want to stop being a pile of rocks? Yes. Oh, what if it's like really painful though? Like when the he the transformation or the power when he goes the transformation when he has to leave because then he's transforming back into. I I'm not so sure I'm into that because so like just a pop. I think just a I think like he crosses that barrier and we hear like. All right, cool. Because uh, I think if pain, I think pain gives him. A, thank you. Audio medium. Yeah. Um, I do all of our this? sound effects. <laughs> we recording this? Um, um. No. So I think. Giving him having it hurt when he leaves gives him incentive to not come back. Ooh, and I fair. think Good point. we want to avoid that, I like that as much as we can. So then what is something that would be a physical thing that he would obviously like to so I mean and it's gotta be kind of a, a real weak power too. So it's a weak power. Yeah. It has to cause him physical transformation. Discom it has to cause him at least dislike the way he is. Right. So I guess the easy one would be either like half elemental or half animal. What's He's a like part mud? What's a <laughs> mud man? <laughs> well, Clayface, that's cool. Then you can oh, transform yeah. stuff. No, so, uh, what is like an animal that if you were to meet a half uh, this that you maybe crocodile? That's pretty. good. That's killer croc. Yeah, but crocs are cool though. Crocs are bats. What about what's like a what's, a, what's an animal? What's a useless animal? Dude, birds. Birds. I've. I'm on record as saying this many times. I know. I hate birds. They're not real. They're most of them are They're drones, drones, and the other ones are just lazy old dinosaurs. They are not <laughs> chicken man. Oh, he's a chicken. He's chicken. chicken. Uh, I think what's like a more annoying bird? The meme one is goose. 
A horrible goose. That's cool. Because if he's a goose and he's angry. He's part goose. Part goose. He's half goose, half man. Played by Louis Guzman. The good half. Yeah. Not the goose half. (laughs) All right. So he's half goose. He's half man. Just Louis Mon. Louis Mon. Right. All right. The goose. We're going to let that bit die. All right. So we're going to say C1 is, uh, (laughs) we're just going to say. Goose man. Goose from uh, from Top Top Gun? Gun? No, that's a good guy. And he's also dead. Is Goose man not a good guy? I don't like Goose Man. Man Goose. Man Goose. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Man, man Goose. Sure. I Let's do it. it. Man. Ugh. No, it even looks horrible. Good. Possums are useless. Mark I do here hate in the chat. Po- I do hate the possums. Mark's been blowing up chat. Hello, Mark. I see you. Is is he is he liking what's going on? I think so. All right, cool. And he's contributing. He said Akron, Ohio would also be a good setting. I at least have experience like in Akron, Ohio. Sure Akron. Akron's fine. I have friends who live in Messina. Hello. I don't think he's watching. Messina um, never watches. <laughs> uh, so, right, so, so Mangoose shows up. All right. Cool. So good guy's Mangoose. Mangoose shows up. Uh, he immediately notices how he becomes just man. Man. Yeah. And he's Goes like, oh, this is great. He's like, oh, I should have shaved. I should have shaved. No. If, if, he sh- if he like plucks his feathers, does the hair status transfer over? Yeah, he gets a, okay. he gets a five o'clock feather. <laughs> Five o'clock down. Yeah, <laughs> better, way better. All right. Uh, so, Mangoose is CP one. Who greets him? Who's at the session? So then we would need somebody that's going to team up with Mangoose. Uh, that's going to help out the end. And then, so I would think if this person's here for a long time, if they're in the the group for a while, sure. it would be pretty cool that maybe they're in the group because of the power. Say it's something so bad. That they just cannot standle, they can't, they cannot handle normal life. Like they're on, like they're human torch, but their nerves don't ignore it. Yeah, or something worse, like something that, like, like every time you breathe, it's always like uh, farts or oh, uh, okay. a, a, just, that's just bad breath. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's you then. So CP two is uh, don't. Okay. Um, let's say that. Um, what what if? Um, oh, that one. Okay, so what if? And I think that you mentioned this before. I'm going to reuse it. Okay. But you mentioned something about when, would it be weird if someone bit their fingernails, <laughs> they knew when they were going to die, which is very weird. Okay. So like sure. taking that concept and it being like, um, everything that you ate, you knew the, exp- the expiration date, you know, that's fair. Uh, so they, they can detect the figurative expiration date of things they taste? Sure. Like, say if they were having a job <laughs> at, like a, at a factory, they would taste a, a chip and go, well, this batch of chips is good. Is until... it the whole batch, or is it just that individual thing they taste? Well, I, I guess, like, if you cook... I, 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 guess I'm, I guess I'm splitting hairs on that question. That's a little technical. But I think but, the weird cool. thing... Okay. That it's a very cool power, <laughs> a very cool job, but then what happens yeah, if you were to, like, bite your fingernails or, say, kiss your partner? Yeah. And then you're like... Oh my god! I know when they're gonna die. You know when they're gonna die, yeah. and what if it changes? <laughs> like, That's it. You know, I kissed you last yesterday morning, and I'm kissing you now. Yeah. And something you did over the past 24 hours shaved five weeks off your life. That's cool. Do they become obsessive about that? I think they would have to. Do they constantly know when they're dying, or are they immune to their power? Only if they only if they like bite themselves to the point where they just bleed, bleed or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Expiration date guy. And that would actually that would give us. That would give us a, an end date, huh? Because okay. let, let's just say that, like, uh, when when uh, when Mangoose shows up, he meets uh, uh, expiration date 
Yeah. yeah. Expiration date. We'll call it Exp until something. Okay. Uh, so CP2. Um, needs to have a better name than expiration. Do bot no. Best Buy. Best Buy. Brad. That's. That's, best a, that's taken. That's awful. Oh, <laughs> no, don't, write, don't write that down. No. How about uh, a <laughs> expiration? Oh god, I spelled it all. That's wrong. fine. They can't see it. Mate. <laughs> okay, cool. Man, goose, and expiration Nate. Yeah, this is coming into good. Yeah, all right. Uh, okay, cool. cool. So at CP two, um, uh, is so his so is his partner in the group? We talked about him like kissing his partner. Yeah, it, is so she powered, he, or does she support him by coming with him? So they would need <laughs> expiration date. That's a really good name. Uh, expiration date needs to time note. We are at forty-five minutes. Awesome, cool. Um, expiration date would need to uh, something would need to happen. So yeah, if he were to have a partner in that group and they were to yeah. interact, that would be <laughs> a cool thing. So is that okay? So we're doing we're doing ten episodes hypothetically. We need the drop at the end of the first episode to bring people in for the next one. Is the drop at the end of the first episode expiration date noticing that like someone is going to die like two weeks ahead on the night of how how precise is his power? Day. Day of? Day of. 24, 12 hours on either side, roughly? A 12 hour window. Sure. Okay. What if he notices that someone is going to die on the day that they go to this counseling group? And it's like something changed and or let's just say that, like, say uh, Mangoose and Nate become pretty good friends. Okay. And then for some reason, they didn't interact a lot with the partner. At the end of uh, the group, the first day, yeah. they say, like, hey, it was nice meeting you, uh, Mangoose, uh, whatever his other name is. Jim. Uh, for <laughs> now. Not, not, not Jim from IBM TV. No. Mark. Mark from IBM? <laughs> no. Not Mark. <laughs> no. Um, let's just say that he introduces uh, Mangoose to his partner, and then they just kiss to say goodbye and that's when he notices that the date is whatever cool this date is and that's the date that she dies which is now in two weeks two okay so no <coughs> no ten weeks ten weeks because otherwise two and a half months. <laughs> there you go yeah <coughs> uh, because otherwise we'd have to yeah we'd have to worry about is every episode a separate support I, I guess meeting. That, I yeah. guess yeah. That, I mean, that's the first thought. The first thought is that it's a, say it's a uh, a half an hour uh, group session, and then you hear the audio of that half an hour. Sure. Um, okay. So let's just say that. Uh, so then he meets uh, with CP two and CP three. Yeah. Cool. And that's the crux, right? Okay. And then they find out that the expiration now is ten weeks. Cool. That's ten episodes. That is convenient. We've done ten and a half episodes right now, currently, actually, of our other show. Oh, about to wrap eleven. All right. All right. So that's easy, right? So yeah. Then we that's have good. Uh, so we have a nice little okay. some spots here. So the end of episode one. I don't know how you want to mark this. End of episode one. Nate realizes the death date has changed on his. Oh, partner. his partner. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right, and then. Does he think that Mangoose is responsible? Well, obviously. Okay. That would be the main change. Okay. So that would put Nate against Mangoose. Mangoose. With with CP3 potentially, clearly siding with Nate, but potentially as a voice of reason. Yep. Like, Okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, what what powers should a voice of reason have? Is, her, is she voice of reason? 
where she can convince people to do stuff the like of reason. against their against their like that's just hot headedness. That's kind of a cool power though. What if it doesn't work all the time? They don't want to listen to her all the time. Like, like what? What do you mean it doesn't know. work all the time? Like when when would it work? <laughs> uh, it only, it's like a Jedi mind trick. It only works on like super weak willed people or when they are in a particular moment of like vulnerability. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, how, how can we, like, how do we phrase? That that it doesn't always work all the time. It doesn't. I mean, oh, that some, it just it just doesn't I, work. yeah. She sometimes has the ability to vocally hypnotize, and that's or, why she can't be good or bad because she's undependable. Yeah, all right, she's cool. She's she's good at it. So, yeah. Wait, she convinces people to do stuff. That seems like a bad power. Maybe she maybe she calms people a little bit. Voice of reason. Hmm. I don't know. If we want to stick with that. Or like, so that's yeah. a little bit of a mouthful. <laughs> I do like that. Um, what are some other characters? So we gotta put. Okay. Like, yeah. We also four. gotta throw some characters in there um, with just ridiculous powers, um, just because who? I think that's funny. Yeah. So we need someone who is just patently ridiculous. We want a mud man. Do we want a mud person? <laughs> but like, not not like Clayface. Like just like it's just they're always like very loose mud. They're all just mud. Yeah. They can't shape shift it. They're just mud. They're just mud. Just made of mud. A yeah. human that's made of. Or is mud. that a little too close to mangoose? Because it's that physical oh, transformation. Just yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, I think it's a little too close. What are um, what are some <laughs> other very just bad, bad powers? Powers. Smell the future. Yeah, I know. Okay, cool. Is that too close to expiration, Nate? Or is it? Or is it general enough and a different sense enough? No, because if he smells the immediate future, that isn't okay. so much of a a doomed thing. Yeah. So uh, crime knows. Crime. Call them crime nose for now. Crime, sure. crime nose. Uh, <laughs> what? Crime, crime nose. Crime dog. Crime sniffer. Crime hound. Crime nose. All right, and he just smells things that are coming up soon. Like he smells the future. Yeah. He smells smells of the future or smells the actual future. To be determined. Okay. We'll we'll wait on that. I just like I like the idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He'll, we don't have to have Crime Nose be like uh, one of the main characters. They can be satellite. That's okay. We do need some randoms in yes, there just to, to keep some stuff going. Um, what about? So okay, so core four right now. Yeah. Mangoose, expiration date, partner, voice, potentially voice of reason. I like the idea that yeah, she's sure. like a, she's a vocal, she's a vocal vocal swayer, whatever you call that in like superhero. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like she she, she rallies people together or sure. whatever. Um, uh, let's see, what else could we do? Do we want like? I don't know. Um, so, so I guess what we're saying is that uh, Nate and the Voice of Reason for right now are setting the timeline. Okay. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> we do have to realize that CP1, a mangoose, is not the villain. Yes. So we do got to find out how to get the villain. Is mangoose also? Are we following mangoose very closely? Are they the listeners' he, express it's, window? It's the current window. Okay. Yeah. So the listener, but does the listener have should the listener have any reason to suspect mangoose might be responsible? No. How long do we want to keep that going? 
I think as long as <coughs> as long as uh, the the couple thinks it's so. Good. At the end of episode one, expiration Nate thinks Mangus is responsible. Yeah. Episode two, he acts on that in some way, or does he wait and see? I would it? say that he's suspicious and looks for so signs. Uh, so episode two can be a character episode where we go a bit more into people doing stuff. Yeah, and maybe a little more comedy. End of episode three, do we want expiration Nate to confront Mangus? I, I, that should be the confrontation. I think by three, that should be resolved. Okay. Uh, and that way, that's when we start learning about okay. uh, how the, the the counselor is going okay. to be the big bad. So episode end of episode three, there's a confrontation between Expiration and Nate. One, two, three, four, five. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I can count. I'm and a writer, can, not I, a math person. And I can spell. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So by three, that way that... Uh, <clears throat> The big ruse is done. At least the first one, yeah. Yeah. So the first ruse. We learned that Mangoose is not responsible, or at least not directly responsible for is this. It's done. Cool. So that's also probably a good spot to bring in the second ruse, though. Yes. Or at least the, to, yeah. to it, somehow introduce the big yeah. battle of the season. Um, we, so. Let's. Yeah. Yes. I think that's. I think that works. Yeah, that's fine. Um, because that would still give them like maybe a couple episodes to confirm that, yeah, and then the build up, and then the crux, and then the final. Do we want the main points to be odd numbered episodes? Generally, how like so I refer to pacing when I look at like HBO when they were doing Game of Thrones back in the good years. Um, <laughs> that is an official some nobody stance that it stopped being good after season six. There was good um, years, but <laughs> they tend to have the big plot points hit on the odd-numbered episodes. End of episode one, you end with a big hook. Episode three, you introduce the next arc. Episode five is a big mid-season thing. Seven is a build-up. And then nine, because it's the penultimate episode of the season, has the Red Wedding, the big, like, you know, torching of the city, that sort of thing. Cool, then yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah. It's a good so, pacing, because that would mix it up between continuity, uh, uh, background conversation, and also just, like, kind of joke throw-ins yeah. and... So in five, do we want four to be kind of like a, like a breather episode where yeah. we learn? So four is a breather episode. <clears throat> we do some comedy bits. We maybe have some satellite characters take the spotlight. Yeah. Um, so five, what if we introduce five as like someone comes across the villain's backstory? So that's the confirmation of the villain. That's the confirmation of the villain. I love it. And we obviously work in like some foreshadowing stuff that we can reincorporate. Yeah, so the foreshadowing is going to be here. At some yeah. point, I would assume because the, the bad guys are on a registry that uh, around this is when somebody, maybe, okay, so let's just say that Mangoose is feeling like threatened or whatever in the very yeah. beginning, and he does research, and he uncovers some stuff <clears throat> that the counselors hear. That'd be a cool thing if, say, Expiration Nate comes up to him and is like, hey, I think you're doing something bad. And a Mangoose like, Honk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> it's it's the counselor. He's this guy. Look at okay. look at all these notes here. Sure. And then that okay. and then that then there's confirmation here. Yeah. And that's the team build up for the second okay. half. Okay. I think that's cool. Okay. What info does he come across? I guess whatever past crime that the that the counselor is trying to redeem himself for, okay. which is probably a pretty bad crime. Probably. Yeah. Did he hunt supers and now he's helping supers? Sure. Did he like hunt? Did he like 
so villain villainous goals and yeah. superhero stuff. We're not going for spectacle. We're not going for destruction of the world. We're not going for a beam of light into the yeah, sky. Yeah. We're not going for alien invasion. Yeah. We can reference an alien invasion because only the movies. What's that? Only movies. Sure. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so we're going for something that does not require spectacle. Does not require a lot of sound effect. Big battle stuff. Right. So I think if we want him to be like um, like Craven style, where he hunts superheroes down, maybe he. If he's doing this for the government, if he's doing the counseling for the government, maybe he took contracts with the government to hunt people down oh, cool. on All either right. side. And that would actually make him probably feel a different way about doing the crimes. Yeah. Like he felt yeah. justified. Yeah. That's cool. All right. So he's a he's an ex-contract killer. Yeah. An ex-super contract and killer. And if his powers are to cancel out powers, yeah. they will never see him coming. True. And all he needs is like a revolver. So then at some point... <laughs> Somehow, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just you just kill it cancels him, yeah. out your 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 rhino skin. Um, just carry a gun. Now it would be cool. So we would also need, well, I guess. Okay, so if we have expiration date, he yeah. can tell us the end. If we have crime nose, um, they can kind of be a filler for certain things, at least whether they're right or wrong uh, at the confirmation state or whatever. Um, we would still need voice of reason. What else? Um, we don't, unless Mangoose is the muscle, we need a muscle of some sort. True. Though, honestly, we can kind of ditch the power archetypes if they're going to be fighting the counselor because his powers, powers don't matter. Powers don't matter. So maybe we have like a Batman style, super hyper trained guy whose training doesn't go away when he's around the counselor. Oh, like he has powers, but they're not super. Like he just worked on them <laughs> to get yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Because like, Batman doesn't have powers. But Batman doesn't have powers. Depending so, on who writes them. So what what is something you can train yourself to do that would get you at a superhero level? I don't want to go close combat. I don't want to go that they're very good at fighting no, or no. kung fu or something. No, because and they, we can't portray that. It's got to also be bad enough they'd be in this group. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know. Well, what are some maybe? Let's throw some just joke things in there. Just to kind of sprinkle some jokes. Um, maybe they're just really good at math. Someone's really good at Someone's math. Someone's really good at math. I don't know. That's that's fine. There's something there, maybe. I guess I'll pretend to write that yeah, down. Yeah, all sure. right. No, you don't have to. Um, let's see. I, I, um, what, what if there's like some sort of like maybe prophecy? Mm, I don't really like prophecy stuff. Do we, and prophecy, you run the risk with prophecy. Of removing a lot of the dramatic tension because while you can do prophecy in a way where it doesn't come true and that feels satisfying, a lot of times if people see a prophecy, they do expect it to be fulfilled, even if it's in a roundabout way. True. Um, so uh, false prophecy is always fun too. Well, so what 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 power and what ability could be trained that could hypothetically be useful in some sort of team up situation? Sleight of hand magic. Do we want to go? Do we want to just have a magician? He's just a magician. I mean, because like, are, are, is, are they convinced that they're a superpowered magician? Maybe they're just that good. At maybe they're just that good that they've tricked David themselves. David Blaine style magician. They've tricked themselves into thinking that they're superpowered. Because like, say that uh, if 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 the bad person thought that they were magic, yeah, they they know their power would cancel. So yeah. if if the power okay. still worked <laughs> inside the bubble, it might be a very cool 
confusion state or are, at least a good end to something. Do they have different powers and they happen to do practical magic or do they believe that their powers are practical magic? Well, I guess they would also need some sort of power. Starring too. Sandra Bullock. Practical magic. Practical magic. Not bad. <laughs> Not her worst half. Not her worst. <laughs> Miscongeniality. Um, all right, so we have a magician. Yeah, I think that's yeah, funny. Why not? Um, cool. All right. Um, I don't know what power they would have. It would need to be something similar to magic. Yeah, um, they can make things partial. They can make things invisible for a time for a certain amount of time. They can fit things that are bigger than their hat inside their hat. Putting things in hats is always cool. Putting things in hats. All right. Yeah, and the hat's got to stay outside of this bubble. Okay. The hat is magic. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Cool. Yeah. Um, Do we? Are we going to have a public domain character? You know how like Marvel has Thor and all the pantheons. DC has a lot of the Greek gods and hmm. like Achilles. No, no, Achilles is not a DC one. No, it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Do we want a public domain character where it's like Gilgamesh, the ancient hero? Gil Gilgamesh just happens to go to the support group. Yeah. <laughs> I don't is know. That, is that is that the I, I like that idea. I okay. think that's cool. Um, that could be the muscle. Maybe. I don't know who Gilgamesh is. Okay. When you first said it, I thought it was the person that has the cat from Smurfs, which... No, that's... <laughs> is not that. Gar... Gilfoyle. No, that's... No. That's, that's a way better character. Um, Gargamel? Gargamel. Yeah. That's it. No, uh, Gilgamesh was the first recorded hero character. Oh. In what most people consider literature. Oh. Uh, he seeks immortality. Uh, he meets Enkidu, who's a wild man, who, like winds up being turned to the human side, and then he fails to get immortality because it's unobtainable. That's cool. Yeah. So we could also maybe put like a Hercules in here. Well, yeah, that's he's public I'm, domain. Yeah, he's yeah. public domain. Um, you think we could get Kevin Sorbo? Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing well, right now? He's doing a bunch of like Pure Flix movies. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna do public domain name. <clears throat> yeah. We have half an hour. I'm just keeping you up on time. Thank you. Yes. Okay, what do we have next? Uh, where, where do we go normally in this part? So we have... Now keep on, we are really condensing this down. This would normally have taken us like yes. a full day to kind of yes. get to this part. Um, but we're I'm very nervous, um, so I'm trying to talk very quickly and get I this done. I am cool as... Well, he gets a chair, I gotta stand here. I do. We'll All see right. if that swaps in future episodes. Now, I, I think that there should be a character who um, is... So I would assume that if it's a group, like if you ever go to any kind of group thing, you're not going to go every single day. No. So which means that for 10 <laughs> weeks, unless you're court order for 10 weeks, if you are uh, just going to the group for yourself, um, you're probably going to miss some, which means we can throw one-offs or whatever. Yeah. Is there... I, with a magician, we might have enough to kind of like start planning the fight. <clears throat> so they get confirmation in five. Yeah. In seven, do we want them to plan on, like, we're really going to do this? Is that where we want them to, like, come to the conclusion? Like, five is confirmation that the counselor used to be a bad guy. Is seven where they realize that he is still a bad guy and they team up? Yeah, I guess seven is where... We could do it in six. I think seven is... Six or seven is where we should find out the bad person's plan. Okay. At some point, the plan has to be revealed. Which is what? Well, in this case... Because okay. he's a counselor, and so far, at least from what I've kind of gleaned, he seems to be legitimately trying to help these people. Yeah. Which is not a villainous... Okay, so what if... <clears throat> what? Okay, 
if okay, so if his powers go away, what would be a reason that he would want to? What would be another reason that he would want? If let's just say he is a bad guy, <clears throat> okay, what would be a reason he would want people around him anyway? Did he start this counseling group with the intention of being a bad person, or is this part? Or did we determine this was part of his like public service from the government? I think that he feels that he's doing a good job. He feels like he's doing a good thing. He feels like the hero. I say for the first half, okay. maybe he, you wonder if he's not truly he could reformed. be the hero because okay. you're thinking Mangoose is the main villain. I mean, him nulling the powers out does kind of like give him that role almost in that he gives them a he's space just, of comfort. So he's like, a, just power hungry? Because if does if, he take their people, powers after he absorbs them? Oh, so he doesn't but, cancel them, he absorbs them. But then why would he surround himself with useless powers? Unless they like sustain him in some way. Mm, fair. Because I wouldn't if, if I well, so if I ran a counseling group for superheroes which you and, will a, soon. and a dude came in who's half goose, I'd be like if I knew that I was at risk of a pe being turned into a half goose, I'd be like, "Okay, we have a we have a line painted on the yard. You can stay outside that yard line." Fair, fair, fair. Okay, so <laughs> what if instead of absorbing their powers, what if he absorbs like uh, like their emotions? And because they're all here and depressed people, uh, it would be like a big fuel source oh. for like if if he okay. what what is it called when someone not I guess an opposite of an empath. Uh, succubus of some sort. So I guess. I yeah. Don't know. So like an emotional, maybe like an emotional uh, succubus. I mean, the term a lot of people use now is psychic vampire, but that's like an actual psychological term, from what I understand. No, they don't have teeth. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so so let's just say that he he knows yeah. powers, but also he feeds off emotion. He feeds off their emotions. So he, so, so he cancels out powers and he fe and he absorbs him. That's, that's like that does that does kind of resonate a little bit. That's an ultimate bad guy, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Because you think if you have if you have powers and you're around him and you lose them, you're yeah. going to be upset anyway. Yeah. Especially if you don't know it's going to happen. It does. It does amp people up. I like that. That's not bad. Yeah. So the, oh sorry. So he has like a secret. So he maybe has a second power. Oh, set. so maybe in the beginning when you said do people know his powers? Maybe he's very clear. Oh, this is what my power does. Yeah. This he's is very. Why I, he's very open about being a null. Yeah. This is why I run the group. Okay. And people feel safe around him. And then when Mangoose comes across as like government dossier or something, it's like primary power set. Power nullification. Tertiary and power set. Yeah, so emotional the, vampirism. So the confirmation is goes, him finding out. And he goes, no wonder I'm so exhausted. It's not just the catharsis of letting my emotions out in a safe space. It's, it's not just the everyday life I'm literally being, being absorbed emotionally. And that way we can avoid the potential therapy is bad connotation here. Yeah, which we, obviously... We don't support that viewpoint. This no, is not... Therapy is never a joke. No. Yeah, we'll be very, very clear no. about that. That none of this joke is these people trying to seek help. I am very open with people about yes. my own therapy yes. appointments. We are very pro therapy. We're vote. We're very pro talking yes. to people if you need help. And not one joke in this and whole so thing. If we ever do this, will be the fact that they are in therapy. This has been a some nobody's disclaimer. Yeah, everything that we <laughs> do, are, we're very clear that uh, a no cussing. Mm -hmm. We try not to. Yeah. And b uh, certain things are just not mm -hmm. funny. However, if you do find yourself in a therapy situation with a counselor such as this, you should find a different therapist. Yeah, or call us because now we'll know what to do. Continuing. Um, okay, so now we know that at the end of episode five, okay. that's the confirmation of the second power. Yes. Okay, cool. Which is cool because that, okay. will, so that will actually probably get these two to connect hard. What, so then what is the turn where they realize that, like, because it's, it's, it's not that this is not, not impactful. But what takes it to the point where they think they have to band together to stop him? Beyond just not going anymore. Well, so... Or turning him in. Okay, so earlier you mentioned just having a gun. 
What yeah. if what if like at some so there has to be a uh, a confrontation at some point, yeah. right? So some of them are. It's not just like maybe Mangoose would be okay with just not going back, but some people want to be heroes, sure. so they're going okay. to confront him. I would okay. Okay. And let's just say that at that point, that's when like the villain does something just villainous, and now you can't just not go. You, you have can't to ignore fight. it. Right. Okay. What if he just straight up <laughs> shoots somebody? He shoots somebody for, in the counseling for, group. Right in a group just for calling him out. Is that too far? For seven, yes. I could see that being like part of the final confrontation, maybe a nine. Because there has to be a reason these people that only know each other for two and a half months would join up together. Maybe a nine he shoots someone. That's the and maybe that's why they So you said it could be them winning or losing. Maybe they have to confront him earlier than they mean to. Because in episode nine, he really does. Maybe in seven, they confront him. In seven, they confront him verbally in the yeah. group. In seven, they confront him. They're like, you know, I don't know how they bring it up to him yet, but they're, you know, you have that big climactic kind of confrontation scene where they're like, we know what you've been, we know what you've done and we know what you've been doing. And then he has like a moment where it's like, you know, I tried to help. And then eight is like, just, we could have eight be a really tense kind of standard counseling session. Just like it's, they're just like still sitting in it. They're kind of, it's like they had, you know, in seven, they confront it and maybe voice of reason talks everybody down. Like, you know, there's no need to get this violence, but we're going to, you know, we can't have you eating our feelings because eating so, your feelings never works out. So eight is the I, light bulb. Moment. I thought that was a hot air balloon. No, it's a light bulb. Uh, I know. I see it now when you were drawing. I'm like, why is he drawing a balloon? It's all right. Because this is where this is where things are rising. Okay. It's the hot air goes. But the rise in action is supposed to be right here. Rising. <laughs> <laughs> so eight, eight is the light bulb moment where yeah. they go and say, like, if they were to... So what you're saying is that if they were to have, like, two more weeks, they would have been sufficiently been prepared? Yeah. So if they do fight him early, then they're going to die. Or at least the outcome is left ambiguous. All right. So then the end is right. So maybe the end is going up to the fight as a team sure. once. Sure. And it lands on a cliffhanger. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. No, I think that works. <clears throat> so battle kind of. Kind of. Yeah. yeah kind battle of. question mark. I think that's good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so in confrontation with the confirmation. Uh, so this is a joke one here. This is kind of a joker, 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 I bang. Think, and I think they become less jokey as the season goes on. Well, obviously. obviously but yeah. the humor... We can have the humor turn a little darker, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? So well, we've got characters, and we have a framework in which we can fit those characters in. I guess we need arcs? We Yes. Or we kind of, um, we kind of have <clears throat> So we well, should at least... So we do know the first arc is the first three episodes. First three, and then the first five. The first three are character arcs. Where we see Mangoose and Expiration Eight come to an understandable mutual agreement. Oh, uh, okay. I think we have character arcs, and then we have the the series arcs in which that appears. So then, from one to five <laughs> is series. One to five one? is arc one, where they kind of determine what the actual threat is. Five to ten is where they decide they're going to confront the arc, the threat and then do. So there's a two arc season. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. With with character arcs in between. I guess here's like the, here's the, the the initial arc. Yes. Like the first premiere. Yeah. Like, uh, That'll be. That will be at least like the first intercharacter thing where Expiration Nate and Mangoose come together and are like, all right, cool. 
we are not at each other's throats. We are here in a group together, and we should be supportive cool. of each other. Cool. We'll have we'll, we'll have an under undercurrent of like mutual support, respect going through this because yeah. they're in a counseling environment. Um, what are things that we? What do we need? We also need some throwaway people in there. We do. We also got to find out who dies. We do. Uh, I watched. Oh, I watched Palm Springs last night after you told me to. Oh, cool. It's actually, it's good. It's what cute. Is, yeah. It's cute. It doesn't uh, do anything new. Right. But it but it handles it itself. It does ask a couple cool questions. Though. It does. It does. Ex develop the idea of a time loop story, in a way that has not yet been developed so much. Where one of them does not spoilers. One of them does work actively to find out a way to do it. Yeah. To get out of there. But time loop's cool. Let's do a time loop. So one of their powers <clears throat> is that they're stuck in a time loop. Maybe they're hyper competent. But the minute they get into the like null sphere, they forget every previous iteration. They only remember that they're in it. Oh, cool. Like, like it's like they enter it and all of a sudden they're in airplane mode. I love that. Um, so if so if they're in a time loop, every day is the same for them. That's pretty cool. Let's, yeah, keep it to a day. We don't need to go any longer. So what if okay, so if okay, go with me here. This person in a time loop, which means everything they say, they're going to say every single day, or whatever they do, they're going to do every single day, right? Ah, uh, no. I feel like that's a little backwards because the time loop is that everything happens the same way, and you react however you want, unless they've been in the time loop so long that it's become rote, or, hmm. or if entering oh, yeah. the counselor's like null sphere scrambles them up a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to maybe work in a theory that if it is a time loop, then we could put in something about a prophecy earlier on and maybe people wouldn't get it until later on somehow. But I guess, yeah, I kind of kind of backwards thought oh. how a time loop works. <laughs> um, so, okay, so then we're... There's, there's something there. Yeah. I, I want to do a time... We'll do a time loop we, story yeah. at some point. All right. Uh, I hope Future. you guys are okay with this, how we work this out, because... I'm going to suggest a time loop story very soon because I think time loops are very cool. It's fun. Um, we have okay. 15 minutes. Okay. So, well, I guess from here out, we do what we talked about at the beginning was we, the, the beginning of every show, we're going to have a bit of a scene. Yeah. So, we pretty we got to figure out what yeah. a scene is that we're yeah. going to do next week. Let's, let's write down, we need a character that is the sacrificial lamb. Yep. We need the goat who was put on the altar. Cool. We're going to, yeah. Um, and they will be the ones who get shot in eight or nine. They're the ones who the, who the counselor takes care of. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Out in episode nine. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we got uh, one, two, three, four. So obviously they're going to help out. And then they're a part of the big group, which is why when they yeah. die, that's the big cross, sure. which is cool. Okay. Um, Maybe they're like, I don't know. Do we want to go dark and have it be like a younger person, like a kid? Or is that too dark? Because that'll get people against the counselor. Maybe, uh, I don't know, not a kid. Why would a kid be in a group? Unless like a juvie group. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah. We'll come we'll come back to that. It would be it's it, an innocent. It definitely needs someone that they all love and <laughs> it, is innocent. They need yeah. to be an innocent. That's so, that's the primary thing. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. We can write that in, that's cool. Um, but I do think so that the scene we should work on what is what scene are we gonna telescope into? It it might it might be the end of episode one. Like, uh where Expiration Nate thinks that Mangoose is responsible for the shortened 
lifespan. Yeah, I think okay. that's uh, I think <laughs> okay. outside of just a throwaway joke, that's okay. the most riveting scene. Um, that works for me. We can work on that. Yeah. Um, now, next question: Are we going for a specific length on these episodes? Half hour? I say a half hour. hour. Twenty-five minutes, half an hour is cool. <laughs> so, um, well, let's think like so. If we have the counselor. And then presumably Mangoose is going to be in every episode. Yeah. And then Expiration Nate will be in most. Most. So right there, that's three people. Mm -hmm. Presuming a counseling group of four or five, yep. depending. Five, yeah. So, so, so six half people, an hour. Yeah, six people every episode. That probably. leaves a budget of about, if we want to do it evenly, which we're not going to, five minutes per person speaking, which is actually a fair amount of time. Yeah. Um. And obviously, like we've seen in our other projects, time can creep up on you when sure. you, especially when you get some good content. Yeah. Um, I think aiming for half an hour plus half an hour is really easily digestible for a podcast. I like that. It's easy. It's a drive yeah. to work. Yeah. Or, or for us, a, yeah. Drive, a drive to somewhere. Yeah. Um, cool. And, so let's just yeah. say ten half an hour things. Let's yeah. say their meeting is a half an hour, and then that gives us every two episodes you have a moderately large reveal at the end of that second one. Yeah. Three, five, seven, nine. Perfect. And then you can either do a three block for the final one or just finish ten by itself. Yeah, I think that's okay. great. I think that's cool. Um, so in that it's case, tight. so in that case, scene wise, obviously each episode is going to have its own scene breakdown. Where do we see this reveal? Is it the final scene of the show? Yeah, I would say that this is walking out of group. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, expiration Nate talking to his partner. Yep. Introducing Mangoose. Okay. And then that kiss goodbye, mm -hmm. and then the shock. Yep. Of okay, what maybe a couple questions and then saying like something you did. Have you started smoking again? Yeah, something like that. Like, uh, are you you, you want to pixie sticks? <laughs> I don't know what kids are doing these days. And then it's like, and it's that, that like quick conversation yeah. out of terror because okay, uh, their their time went from thirty years in the future to exactly ten weeks. Yeah, on the day of a, a, okay. a meeting. Does does it end with him confronting her then, like, or do we want like it ends with their conversation? Yeah, hinting at the. Uh, so what I'm seeing right now, we're seeing, and I'm going to describe this visually, despite the fact that it's audible. Expiration Nate and Voice of Reason leave wherever they're meeting the VFW hall, some rented office, church yeah. basement, whatever. Yeah. Um, they leave. They are discussing the session, maybe. They are talking about their plans for the evening and the rest of the week. And Do they live together? Sure. Okay. She is, maybe she's doing something that they have to part ways because I don't know, like, are they kissing before they get in their car together? Yeah, just like at the end of a... Sure. Okay. That's fine. like a kiss in a meeting. Well, no. Okay. I'm just checking. Um, but Maybe they do got to part ways. That makes sense. I mean... I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't have to. Whatever. Yeah. They. The thing is, they talk, they chatter. Um. Maybe they. Maybe we drop some something we can reincorporate later in of expiration date, knowing something is going down. Like, remember on the fifth, take two steps to the left when you leave the door, something like that. Yeah. Um. I don't know how detailed his visions are. They kiss. He has a moment where he he starts talking. He like continues the conversation. And he stops. He goes, uh, "Wait, hold on." Kiss me again, and she goes, "Wait, what? Yeah, kiss me again." Are are you? Do you feel okay? Why? What do you? And then I think she knows his power. She very clearly knows his power, so I think she knows exactly how he's reacting. 
Or what if, uh, let's just say, just for continuity's sake, they're outside talking before Mangoose walks through. Mangoose yeah. is ling lingering. They are about to, to break. They kiss. Things are fine. Yeah. Mangoose walks through. Oh, I guess it would have changed already by then. Because I'll say, like, yeah. if, if then, that's what <laughs> I, the introduction of. I made the assumption that Mangoose's appearance at all changed it from that yeah. point on. So, it would have been it would have been this class yeah, somehow. Yeah. True. But so he goes, what, you started smoking again? Like, what do you, and she goes, no, why, why? What changed? And he goes, I don't know what changed, except 10 weeks. What do you mean? What if he says nine weeks and then makes... And then something changes later on? Yeah. Yeah, sure. He, he, the, the point is, he says something along the lines of, yeah. it's not 10 years, it's nine weeks. What do you mean? You've got nine, we've got nine weeks to figure out what, what happened. And yeah. then we hear, honk. hey, thanks for the session, honk. Yeah, cool. And then... Mangoose. And then he, and then he, I don't know how we portray a suspicious look or a narrowing of the eyebrow of the of the eyelids. Yeah, maybe we'll put some cool music in Something. there. Something. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Ennio Morricone. <laughs> Did you just do like a spaghetti western theme? Yeah, I don't know. That's... He died. He died like two weeks ago. That... Rest in peace. Okay. Well, I mean, fair, but the theme doesn't work here. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it would. Uh, it would get the mood. Of so course. yeah, we put that cool. Uh, we get some sort of yeah tense theme. Yeah. yeah, cool. Or or somehow think of a way. Cool. All right. So the next week. We will uh, script out yep. a, a brief part of that CM, um, just so you can show you guys uh, what Dylan and I do when yeah. we're not. So one of our things with the whole week is we sit down and we brainstorm one of our shows or one of our projects all the way down to almost a completed project. Uh, the next thing we do is we kind of break apart for a couple of days, and Dylan writes all the scripts. Uh, I brainstorm and you know, obviously do producing mm -hmm. and editing and sound, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so next week. You guys are going to see uh, one or two of our actors. Yeah. Um, we're going to put on a quick little scene of the end of the beginning of this show, um, which so far is called Not So Super Support. Um, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Right? So what did we learn today, Zach? What did we learn doing going through this? Um, so the one thing that is the hardest for me to do is – to give myself the structure mm -hmm. to actually complete a story. Um, I have a very good idea sometimes. And as mm -hmm. you know, I'll call your attention with a very crazy yep. idea. Um, but to take that idea, to set a bit of a structure around it, and then to give yourselves like a final. This is where mm -hmm. the story ends. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was interesting for me to go through uh, because usually you do this part. Uh, sure. I just talk a lot. Yeah. Um, so this was... That's what I learned. All right. Subtle structure. Yeah. Uh, take a story or take mm -hmm. an idea and then turn it into characters. Yeah. I myself, I'm working on generating ideas, which is partially why this partnership works so well. Because usually I'm very good at spinning stuff out. Yeah. Uh, actual generating of it, I uh, I can falter a little bit. So yeah. it's nice to get the uh, get the generation going in such a confined amount of time. It's a lot of work. Yeah. You did a good job. You did too. Yeah. Um. Sacrifice has an I instead of a second A, just so you know. Sacrifice. No, that was a four. Okay. Sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. it's for episode. Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Anywho, uh, um, once again, we are Some Nobodies. Yes. You can go to somenobodies.com if you want to see anything we're doing. Um, other than that, please tune in next week where uh, we bring two more ideas and uh, we fight about it a yes. little bit. And we appreciate you watching. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and thank you for watching whenever this is, gets uploaded as like a full standalone video. Um, once again, I'm Dylan. This is Zach. We're some nobodies. Uh, 
as you can see right up top. Uh, and we create as best we can, and we hope that through this you can kind of see how that process works and maybe create something of your own. Yeah, and if you do want to see something, we're almost done. Silicon Angels is almost finished. Mm -hmm. We have two more episodes of that. Uh, podcast, podcast, a podcast show is going on where Dylan and I find uh, underplayed podcasts and review them. If you want more of our banter that we partially showcase on this, that one is almost entirely banter. Yeah. And I have to say, there's, got, there's some zing to it. You got banter. Yeah. 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 Once again, thank you folks very much. We really appreciate you guys. Yes. Watching. Thank you to IBM TV for putting us on here. Thank you. Uh, we hope you guys like it enough that you like us to come back next week. Yeah. And uh, be yeah. well out there. Do no harm. Take no golf. Keep checking into some new bodies. Yes. Um, okay. So let's see. What does come next? What does come next? Uh, we're looking at. I mean, so do we want to hit on like specific bullet points for the humor episodes, or do we want to spend more characters out? Um, how much more time do we got to work on this stuff? Technically six minutes. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, we still got to figure out the rest of that scene. Um, I think we should probably throw in a couple of joke characters in there anyway. Yeah. Um, I want to somehow work in that uh, that time a time loop thing. Time in loop there. person. I think that's cool. I, I really like the idea that they forget everything that happened after when they enter that bubble. Yeah, because yeah, then if they know something, then it wouldn't matter until they leave again. Depending on how long they've been in the time loop, that could be a lot of memories just vanishing. Maybe it leaves them discombobulated. Oh, it's crazy. And then you have you like, imagine like forty years of your life disappearing, and suddenly you're back to the day before anything weird happened, but you know, decades of weird stuff has happened. Would you know what happened once you left the bubble? I think so. Yeah, Why it would comes, you ever it go back, back in the bubble? That seems like a tough one. To maybe get to. I mean, maybe it's like a comfort area. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe they just go there every day. Sorry, hold on. This is logistics stuff. Don't worry about this. Sorry. <laughs> um, I do like the voice of reason being someone that like rallies people, but not all the way. Similar to like. Like like a like a Bernie Sanders were a superhero. It's like Aww. oh, he's so close. Aww. He almost